All right, let's talk about affordable housing this morning. Our Scott Shantz has been digging into this issue. Good morning, Scott. Hi, how are you, Simi? I'm good, thank you. What are we going to learn about this today? Well, let me tell you about something. Well, I'm knowing you, I'm sure you've probably heard of this. What do you know about land value tax? Okay. I have heard about this. This is like another way of trying to bring down the sky high housing prices, right? To so Yes. Yeah, yeah, kind of. So I was a little bit confused about this when I stumbled upon an article on it. So I got in touch with the writer of the article. His name is Peter Wills, and he's a doctoral candidate uh, at the University of Oxford. And he's writing about how this idea of something called a land value tax could help sort of balance things out. Because, yeah, we do need to increase the amount of housing that we have and the affordability of housing. But all of the people who have gained so much value because of housing, they don't exactly want to give up that value as well. And it's possible that land value tax is a way to sort of bridge that gap. I mean, ultimately, you're not going to be able to like bring costs down to like 1970s levels. But I started just by simply asking him if he could explain to me what even is land value tax. So the land value tax is exactly what it sounds like. It's a tax on the value of land. It means owners of land that is more valuable would have to pay more in taxes than people that don't own land or people that own very less, much less valuable land. How is that different than property tax, which we already have in Canada? So a property tax is about the property that's built on a land. It taxes you more if you build something great on the land. Land value tax is just about the land if it's bare. So imagine like a parking lot in downtown Vancouver or an empty, an empty plot of land. How much would you pay for that? That's its land value. And you can see that the land value in Vancouver, if you had an empty parking lot or in Kamloops, would be very different. And it's about taxing the difference between being in Vancouver versus being in Kamloops or in rural BC somewhere. And the reason for that isn't that you've done a lot of work to the land, if both of them are empty, it's that other people around you have made that land more valuable by their investments in their land. Okay. And so your property value goes up because, you know, like the neighborhood, say the neighborhood is getting, um, you know, sort of gentrified and people are moving in and stuff. So now that property value goes up and, and you would pay more tax on that, even though you're not doing anything or developing that piece of land, just the value of it has gone up. So now you pay more. Exactly. That's actually a feature, not a bug of this, of this tax. It says that someone who's waits around and lets everyone else do the work of making that city better and they just wait and sort of squat on the land are not getting to reap all the benefits. It says everyone's making the city better and everyone should benefit. And the way we do that is by collecting part of it as taxes. Without a land value tax, the person that waits can grab all of that benefit for themselves. With a land value tax, it gets shared amongst the public. Imagine you have a plot of land with nothing on it, but it's worth $100,000, and you pay a 5% tax. So yeah, you're paying $5,000 in taxes. With a property tax, if you build something really great on it, you build a big condo, you build new retail, you build office buildings, anything that people like and want to use, then you're going to pay more money in taxes under a property tax because you've built something and that property has value. However, if if you just have a land value tax, then... The, when you build something more, you can afford to pay that $5,000 more easily because you have, say, new condos or you have a restaurant that's on site and it can pay you some money when you own the land. And those rents turn back 
to paying for your taxes. It increases the incentive for people to actually use their land the best they can. The tax wouldn't change because the value of the land is the same whether there's a property on it or not. Exactly. Is there anywhere in Canada that's doing this right now? Not right now, but really interestingly, Vancouver used to. Hmm, Back in the 1900s, Vancouver was built, uh, had one tax. It had the land value tax. And one of the reasons Vancouver attracted a lot of population in the early 1900s away from other parts of the Pacific Northwest was that its land prices were cheaper because of this tax. So it got more people to move and the prices stayed low. Now, the really interesting question is, why did they get rid of it? Um, and that, that has some interesting answers in sort of Vancouver history. Yeah, can you answer uh, that? Well, yeah, so as far as I'm able to understand it right now, one of the ideas was that land value taxes punished land speculators. So people that bought up a lot of land and said, hey, I'm just going to wait on this land and wait till it gets really valuable, and then I'll flip it to somebody else, and I won't do anything in the meantime. They thought those people would get screwed too much by a land value tax. And so they said, no, 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 we've got to protect the really rich people with big plots of land. Over time, it also became that, you know, more people owned smaller houses and they wanted to reduce their tax burden. And this sort of put up a wall between the people that owned land or houses and the people that didn't. And that's how the land value tax died in about 1910s, 1920s in Vancouver. It's, it's interesting, like how you say it's like, oh, it was designed to protect real estate or land speculators. And now, like in 2023, real estate speculator is a really dirty word in Vancouver. Exactly. Exactly. And but in some ways, everyone that owns land in Vancouver is speculating that the land will keep on going up. That's the property ladder is you're guessing that the land will keep on increasing in value. And you're hoping that you can ride that. What do you say to people who feel like that this is um, some, some form of socialism, a step towards uh, why should I have to pay for someone else's house? People who sort of see it as a step in that direction. One piece of the answer is this is what living in a society is all about. Another answer is this is the tax that even the most right-wing economists like. That's not to say that they are the only tax they wanted to have, but there's even including it as part of a portfolio of taxes, maybe something that's more suitable for the modern Canadian world. Okay, well, it's very interesting. What do you think the chances are that we actually get something like this? Because it seems like a pretty good idea to me, and when we break it down like this, it actually could, I feel like it could work. I think it really depends on the politics, and I think that the question is who has the political will. Okay, well, that's Peter Wills. He's from the University of Oxford. And Simi, I know that there's not always simple solutions and this isn't going to be perfect, but I think at this point we need to start trying some things. I think you're going to meet a lot of resistance on that one because it really discounts, it assumes that everybody who buys property is in it to watch it speculate and get higher. But they are. We're not. I, you know, you, you buy property and you hold on to it and I'm never going to sell it because, you know, where would my kids go at this point? So you're leaving out a whole bunch of people who are barely hanging on to the property that maybe, they have. Maybe, maybe. It's hard to feel bad for property owners, Simi. I know, I know. I get that too, but a lot of us are just barely holding on to what we have, Scott. Um, thank you, you for that. It.